Hi, I'm Daniel Folder from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about Psalms 32, verse 10. It says, the Lord's unfailing love surrounds those who trust in him. God's unfailing love, think about his love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13 tells us love never fails. His unfailing love is surrounding us for those who trust in him. It's just an amazing verse. I'm just thinking about the security that's found in that. His love is surrounding you and his love never fails. And we've been doing a connection challenge this month in the month of August of 2022, connecting with God, connecting with our purpose, connecting with our loved ones, connecting with our community on a new level. That's the goal. And this week we've been talking about connecting spirit, soul, and physical body. Connecting spirit, soul, and physical body. And one of the things I think the barriers to being able to do that successfully, because often we see this disconnect. We see this disconnect where God has made us all these amazing promises, but he's given them to us in our spirit. And we have to build this bridge through our soul, through our mind and emotions out into the physical body where we see the result or the fruit of those showing up in our life. And one of the, the areas of disconnect, I believe, is we got to get rooted and grounded in how much God loves us. Just that his unfailing love surrounds us. He's surrounding us and his love never fails. To think about who God is, to think about who he is. He's the God of all peace, the God of all joy, the God of all grace. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. To think about who he is and how powerful he is and how nothing's impossible for him. And that his love is surrounding you. That thought makes us feel, can make us feel, should make us feel very secure. Very secure. And it takes security, I believe, to be truly present. Because when we're fearful, we feel threatened, we want to draw inward, we feel insecure, we want to withdraw our presence. And when we feel secure in his unfailing love for us, it allows us to be externally focused. It allows us to better connect with God, with the people around us. Helps us to better connect on a new level. His unfailing love is surround us, surrounding us. So I'm doing a little different communion meditation style today. Don't have my slides up, just going right to the camera today. Just I feel like God's wanting to just throw a little variety into what we're doing today. But the process we typically use when we do these communion meditations, we start with about a two-minute long prayer that's mostly scripture. Coming from Ephesians chapter 1, and the prayer of Jabez found in First Chronicles chapter 4. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. So we're going to go through a few of those things here. And then we're going to take communion over this time. And just, why are we taking communion every day? I've found, personally speaking, communion can be like an activation. Where it helps us to receive these promises that God has made. That his unfailing love is surrounding us. And we can take communion over this promise today. As a way to serve as a marker in time. To say, you know what, that moment that I took communion over that. That was the moment I believed, I received it. It's activating and it's setting it in motion. Where I'm going to experience God helping me walk this out. From this point on in my life. And so today as we take communion over this promise today. Let us be just an activation that sets in motion. This promise in our life. They're going to walk in this. That God's unfailing love surrounds us. That's a very comforting feeling. He's the God of all comfort. So let's get started with our prayer. 
And then we'll take a few minutes just to examine ourselves before we take communion. And then we'll take our time of communion after that. But Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your Son, into the kingdom of Jesus. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I thank you that you've already blessed us with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places. You've already given us grace and favor in your eyes. And your favor is on us. It surrounds us like a shield, just like your unfailing love does. We ask you to expand our borders and our territory, expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and our blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities today to do good and be a blessing and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus, amen. All right, let's take a few moments. The Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine themselves before taking communion. Let's take a few minutes just to examine ourselves. And usually we go through our four fundamentals. And these four fundamentals I found helping us to receive this grace from God and to experience it flowing through us, to be walking it out, to be walking it out each day. So our first one, how are we doing staying positioned in the light? Are we walking in faith? Are we walking in humility? Are we walking in forgiveness? To walk in the light is to walk in love. How are we doing walking in love? Kind and patient and gentle, not easily angered, not envious or boastful, always assuming the best, keeping no record of wrongs, delighting in the truth, always hoping, always trusting, always persevering, because love never fails. And how are we doing taking our position in gratitude and praise today? It's one of the easiest ways to maintain our positioning all day long, to just walk in the light today. And then our second fundamental, what are we magnifying today? What are we focused on? And we've talked about, there's two baskets we could fill up. On one side, there's a basket full of all the issues and problems and testing. We can magnify that basket. We can fill up that basket with our thoughts, our words, our focus, our meditation. Or we can fill up that other basket full of our praises to God, 
praising him for who he is, praising him for all that he's done in our lives, praising him that his unfailing love surrounds us, and just filling up that other basket. Now, this is not denying that, that we've got issues or problems going on. In this world, you're going to have trouble. But it's in the face of those issues and problems, choosing to fill up that basket of praise, because we trust that God can solve those problems a whole lot better than we can. Now, he does give us a choice. We could choose not to do any of that. We could stay stuck in pride and rebellion, bitterness, unforgiveness, venting, complaining, filling up that basket of complaining and pouting, all those other things. And that's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms. And one of the biggest things I've learned, how, how are you feeling on the inside? How's your emotional state? Emotions are one of the greatest gifts that God's given us. Emotions are this indicator, these feedback source that allow us to make quick adjustments if we ever get off track. And so how are we doing? How are you feeling on the inside? Are you feeling the heaviness and the weight and the pressure and the fear and the stress, anxiety, overwhelm? Those are all symptoms. I'm magnifying the wrong thing. I'm out of position. I'm magnifying the wrong thing. But if we're feeling peace and joy and lightness, those are all symptoms. I'm on track. You know, when we take our position in the light, we begin to magnify the right things. It leads to rest in our soul. And when we rest, God goes to work. And now all those things he put in Christ begin to flow. And everything feels free and easy and effortless. You got this lightness that comes into your spirit, the peace and the joy and the love. And you got these indicators letting you know that you're on track. And the good news as well, if you ever get off track, it just takes a moment to turn it right back around, get back in position again. How do we do it? I think it starts with recognizing those symptoms, getting more present, getting more aware. And then we humble ourselves. Father, forgive me. I've missed it. I'm off track right now. I'm off track right now. And we receive that forgiveness from him. We forgive ourselves. We walk in forgiveness with other people. And we just start praising and magnifying him. And I like to pray this very simple prayer. Father, thank you that what you put within me, it's more than enough to handle whatever's coming at me today in a beautiful, graceful way. Help me to tap into it and see it flowing in my life at a greater level today. And you go through that simple process, that weight just lifts off you on the inside. All those good things in Christ begin to flow again. And then our third fundamental, we've got to stay tuned in today. Every day, God's trying to teach us. He's trying to train us. We've got to stay tuned into him. And my favorite way to do this is with a journal before bed. And I like to start with some filters at the top. These filters are just short phrases or statements that I keep rewriting every night before bed as a way to keep me on track in rhythm with God. I like to start at the very top. What's the big picture vision? Where do I feel like God is leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then I want to bring it down into this year. What do I feel like is the vision or the direction, the word that God gave me for this year? For me personally, this year, it's 2022, the year of the beautiful land. And he's starting to teach me about that beautiful land. He's starting to give me a glimpse of that, of just this rich inheritance, this rich land that's given us in Christ, where everything is in there. Everything is needed is in that land. This is land of rest, this land of milk and honey. And I want to bring it down into this month. This month, we're prioritizing connection. That's our filter for this month. Prioritizing connection, connecting with God, connecting with our purpose, connecting with our loved ones and community. 
And then we want to bring it down into this week. This week we're specifically working on connecting spirit, soul, physical body. Taking 10 minutes each day to combine several things. We're combining journaling, praying in the spirit, music, praising God, and moving our physical body. All combining them together. Connecting spirit, soul, and physical body. And we've talked about it. It's a different way that we can handle problems in our life. This time of year in August, it's a reminder. Sometimes there's going to be some heat. Sometimes there's going to be some pressure. Some things you got to persevere through. Busy schedules, getting pressed on time. And when those things come at you, one of the best ways I've learned to respond to that is to connect spirit, soul, physical body. I was just reading this morning. I think it was Psalms 33. We talked the other day about how fitting it is, how beautiful or fitting it is to praise God. This morning, I just read it again. I saw another instance of this. It says how fitting it is to praise God. And we connect spirit, soul, and body. We fit everything together. It's like God just seamlessly works everything together in our day. He works everything together for the good. Makes us more efficient. Helps us get it all done in a beautiful way. And I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise. To get in position. And then I like to magnify. What went well today? What are the wins for the day? What are the ways I saw God showing up today? And then I like to ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And just get still and listen for a few minutes. And whatever comes into my mind, begin to write those things down. It begins to refine our ability to hear more clearly from him. And then I want to bring my journal all the way down into today. I started with the big picture, then this year, then this month, then this week. And then I want to bring it all the way down into today. And that's where I like to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do today? Because I've learned sometimes I was getting out ahead of God. I was toiling away in my mind, trying to figure everything out, trying to force things to happen. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. And those things just begin to build up on the inside. You feel that pressure and the overwhelm on the inside. And it begins to block your clarity. So I like to plan out the upcoming day with God. And that becomes the plan for the day. And then we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning, excited for the day, because this is the day that the Lord has made. And we remember this very important principle, that the first thing out of our mouth every morning sets the tone for the whole day. And as we began to learn about this, we began to seek God. What's the best thing for us to say in the morning? And I felt like he was taking me back to Genesis chapter 1. The very first words we see God speak, let there be light. And so now those are the first words out of my mouth in the morning, let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then we get connected with him. We start walking out that plan together with him, full confidence in him. He's right there with us every step of the way. So today we're taking communion over this verse, Psalm 32, 10. The Lord's unfailing love surrounds those who trust in him. The Lord's unfailing love surrounds those who trust in him. And Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful for this promise. And we're asking for your help to walk in this promise, to teach us how to walk in your unfailing love. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment to remember. 
God sent us his one and only son. All of us like sheep had gone astray. We'd all turned to our own ways. We'd all missed it. And God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He became sin so that we could become righteous. He became a curse on a tree so we could have God's blessing and favor on our lives. His life was cut short so that God could satisfy us with long life. He was broken so that we could become whole. He was smitten by God so that God could smite our enemies. He wore a crown of thorns so that we could have a crown of glory. He was pierced on his side so that we could have God by our side. He was separated from God so that we could be connected to God. And then he was raised back to life. He was victorious over death. He was raised up and seated at God's right hand. And God raised us up with him and seated us together with him in heavenly places. Made us one with him. He makes us right and holy and perfect in God's sight all through his one sacrifice. So Father, we thank you for this bread and for your unfailing love that surrounds us. We ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. He transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He serves his people. He makes his people great. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new, and gives us this new covenant with God, this blood-sworn oath that God is with us and for us. He's working for our good. So, Father, we thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, so typically after our communion time, we're talking about some physical exercise tips. Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. So how are we doing with your exercise? Our goal with exercise, what are we using? We're using it as a way to connect with God. And what are the shortcuts to that? We're using it as a way to connect with God, to practice allowing Him to do the work. And so a simple question, where's the pressure in your workouts? Where's the pressure? Are you putting all that pressure on yourself to have to perform well in the workouts? Are you executing the workouts with joy? Joy is an indicator that you've got presence. So pay attention. How much joy are you experiencing in your workouts? It's an indicator of where that pressure is. Is the pressure on God? Is he doing the work through you? Or are you doing it all yourself? But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.